0: Welcome to another inspirational teaching by Pastor Jared Neen, pastor of Abundant Living Faith Center. Tonight, though, uh, I get to teach you my favorite subject, living by faith. How awesome is that? So in our church, uh, we have been this summer just kind of reinforcing who we are as a church. And uh, our church has a very clear vision. Many of you know the vision. We're gonna put it up here for a second just so you can see it. The vision of Abundant Living Faith Center is to teach you, God's people, how to enjoy the abundant life that Jesus came to give you. It comes out of John ten ten. That's what our church is named after, Abundant Living Faith Center, Abundant Living. Jesus wants you to enjoy the abundant life. We also have a very clear mission here at the church. And that mission is to help you to know Jesus, number one. Amen? Because you're not going to enjoy the abundant life Jesus came to give you if you don't know Jesus. Amen? We want you to know Jesus. And in knowing Jesus, you learn that Jesus came for you to live free. Amen? Free from shame, free from curse, free from hatred, free from regret, free from sin, free from bondage, free from lack, free from poverty. Jesus wants you to live free. And he died on the cross, and he became the curse. He bore the sin. He was rejected so that you could be free with all of your sins forgiven. So you know Jesus, you live free, and in living free, you discover your divine purpose. And if we all have one purpose, it comes out of Matthew six thirty-three, and that is to seek ye first the advancement of the kingdom of God, and his righteousness. Amen? We all have a unique calling. Your calling is your gift, your talents, your ability. Your calling is what you're doing and who you are. But your calling is given to you to advance the kingdom of God and to seek his righteousness. Amen? Amen. And then we are put here to make a difference, and that is the mission of our church. Yeah? Then, within that mission, Abundant Living Faith Center has what we call some core values, and I just want to show them to you. I want you to see them. I'd love for you to even get your phones out and take pictures or or whatever. These are the core values of our church, and we're going to focus in on these in the next couple weeks. And um, They're not really in any particular order, uh, uh, except I would say number one. Number one is we value loving God and loving people. You cannot love God and not love people. Hello, for God so loved the world, right? So if you say that you love God, but you hate your brother, I would say you don't love God. Hello. Moving right along, loving God and loving people. We also live by faith. We're blessed to be a blessing. We value at this church pursuing excellence. Yes, we choose joy. You know that joy is a choice. It is a choice. Well, she needs to make me happy. No, knock it off. You need to choose to be happy. (laughs) Moving right along again. And then we believe in extreme generosity. That's why we didn't do some of the elderly uh, locations this weekend. We're doing all of them. And that's why we asked you to partner with us in bringing extra supplies. I want those baskets to be overflowing. You know what I'm saying? But tonight, I get the privilege of talking to you about living by faith. If you have your Bible, turn with me to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. If you come to Abundant Living Faith Center... At least once a year, you are going to hear a teaching on faith. right? Abundant living, faith, center. This scripture says, "But without faith, it is impossible to please God." Wow. Well, that just laid it out all, all out on the table, right? For without faith, it is impossible, impossible. To please God. So I would say that the Lord just placed quite a significant amount of importance on this thing called faith. Would you agree? I don't know about you, but I want my life to please God. I want my life to be pleasing to him. I want to live my life with him looking upon me with satisfaction, amen, for without faith it is impossible to please God, it is impossible to live in his will, it is impossible to live in his ways without faith, now please understand when I talk about this people will automatically assume that I am talking about behavior, People believe that faith is or or that pleasing God is something about behavior modification. God is not about behavior modification. Listen to me. God is about heart transformation. But listen. God wants to transform your heart and faith is a condition of your heart. Because faith is what you believe. And faith is a condition of your heart. And God wants to transform your heart, and listen to me, when your heart gets transformed by God, your behavior will get modified. But let me tell you something. Faith is the most personal part of your connection to Jesus. It is faith that got you into your relationship with him, and that's why we're talking about what's in your heart. See, religion tells you that it's about your behavior, and that it's about a list of do's and don'ts that somehow earn God's Uh, uh, love or mercy upon your life. That if you will do X, Y, and Z maybe, just maybe at the end of uh, your life, God will be pleased with you. Right? That's what religion says. Jesus says I paid the price I gave you what you couldn't earn. I just wanna have relationship with you. And through that relationship, I will show you the benefits and the power that come with living in relationship with me and automatically your life will be transformed. And because your life is transformed, oh, we won't have to worry about your behavior anymore because you will start living like the Christian you proclaim to be. And even when you mess up or make a mistake, that's why his word says that his mercy is restored for you every morning. Church, I don't care how much you study or love Jesus, there is no way that you will ever accomplish perfection. There's no way you could ever be good enough to earn his goodness. Amen? But you allow the goodness of God to transform your heart and your heart begins to change your behavior and your faith begins to move in your life. Amen? Amen. Let's keep going. Uh, Let's look at another scripture. Romans chapter one, verse 16. Says, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. For the Jew first and also for the Greek. For, it is, for in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. So what is right about God is revealed to you through your faith. Amen? And listen, go back to the beginning. For I am not ashamed of the gospel. Do you want to know what the literal text of the word gospel means? It means good news. Church, Jesus Christ is good news. And no, we should not be ashamed of it. We should not go hide as Christians. Our friends, our families, they need to hear the good news. The good news of Jesus Christ. For the Bible says it is the good news of the grace of Jesus Christ that leads man to repentance. I don't know about you, but in all my years of ministry, I have never had someone come up here or call me or email me or message me on social media and say, Jared, I met a Christian and they judged me and condemned me and I'm in love with Jesus now. Never had it happen. Jared, I met someone and they told me how horrible I am and how much of a sinner I am. I just want you to know, God, I love Jesus now. I've never had that conversation. You want to know why? The Bible doesn't say that judgment and condemnation leads a man to repentance. The Bible says it is the good news of the gospel of the grace Of Jesus Christ that leads man to repentance. What is repentance? Repentance is change. It's change. Repentance is I was headed this way and now I'm going that way. I was living that way and now I'm going that way. I was living with the devil, now I'm living with Jesus. I was living in darkness, now light's come into my life. That's repentance. Amen? Put the scripture back up. For I am not ashamed of the gospel. For through righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, the just shall what? Live by faith. Please understand that faith is a lifestyle. Faith is not a moment. It's not a season. Now, when you don't choose to live it as a lifestyle, it can... Or let me say this. Many Christians choose not to live it as a lifestyle and they simply use it as a season. When something goes bad, they rise up in faith, right? You know people like that. But the Bible says in 2 Corinthians that we walk by faith and not by sight. We walk by faith, not by sight. The just shall live by faith. There's two ways to live. You can live by faith or you can live by sight. Only one of those two ways produces what God has for you in your life. Only one of the two. You can live by sight or you can live by faith. Faith produces what God wants you to to have. And let me tell you something, church. God never asks you to do something that will make your life get worse. God only ever asks you to do things that lead you to the abundant life that he wants you to live. Every ask of God is followed by a greater promise. Hallelujah. Be faithful over little. I'll make you ruler over much. Amen. Sow a little seed. Boy, I'll bring you a harvest. Humble yourself. I will exalt you. Hallelujah. Thank you Lord. Surrender yourself. And I will come close to you. Draw near to me. And I'll draw near to you. Live in faith. Here comes victory. For this is the victory that overcomes the world. Church, if God's asking you to do something, he wants you to do it so that he can bring the fulfillment of the promise attached to it into your life. He's never asking you to do something that's going to make your life worse. Never, never, never. He only makes your life better. <laughs> Amen? Colossians 1 verse 12. You glad you came? A lot of scripture tonight. Don't ever let someone tell you that we had Abundant Living don't use scriptures. Giving thanks to the Father who has, listened to these words, qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in his life. So, Jesus, the Father, has qualified you into the kingdom of God, it says in verse 13. Uh, It says, He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom. And in that kingdom, verse 12 said, there is an inheritance. So your faith gave you access into your relationship with God. And once you had a relationship with Jesus, Jesus then qualified you to be in his family. But his family is no ordinary family. His family is a royal family. And can I tell you, His family is the only royalty that actually matters. His family is the royalty that makes an eternal difference. His family is the king that will reign for eternity. And his family has promised you because you are qualified that you now inherit everything that Jesus died on the cross for you to inherit. So Jesus said, that because I died on the cross, his body was broken, so now you can inherit his healing on earth and for eternity. That he was made poor so that you could be well supplied here on earth and for eternity. That he was made sin so that you could be forgiven past, present, future, and for eternity. Because why? You are a joint Heir to the promises that Jesus laid out in your word. All 7,000 promises that we talk about day in and day out, week in and week out in this church, and we will talk about them for years and years to come. You, Abundant Living Faith Center, are joint inheritors. You're in the will. You're in the family. You're royalty. Oh, that feels good. The king has made you a son and a daughter. A whole bunch of princes and princesses in here. And royalty lives a good life. Why? Because you inherit... The promises that come from the royal family. And you have been guaranteed, Ephesians 1, it says that the Holy Spirit has sealed the promise on your life. Thank you, Lord. Sealed. I'm just giving it a second for you to like maybe get excited about Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Praise the Lord. If God said you can, you can. If God said He would, He will. Why? Because it's a promise. And all his promises are yes and amen for Abundant Living Faith Center. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I said praise the Lord. Man. See, in the kingdom of God, we walk in love, right? We stand in grace. Wisdom abounds but we walk by faith. The word walk literally means it is a manner of life or a way of living. So our way of living is faith. It's faith, amen? Now turn with me to Romans 5, verse one. Oh, I love this scripture. God, I love this scripture. I don't even know why I'm turning. I'm I'm turning because I'm a pastor. I'm supposed to turn. i just quote it to you. You know, the the pastor's supposed to turn. (laughs) Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Let's go back to the beginning. Therefore, having been justified by what? Faith. Faith. What justified you? Faith. Now let me remind you of something. That word justified comes from the word justice. And you cannot have justice if the price has not been paid. See, you need justice because there there had been a wrong. There was something wrong. And so justice had to be served. A price had to be paid. Jesus paid the price, and on the cross, what did he say? It has been paid in full. But that word has a definition in the literal text. It says, therefore, we have been justified by faith. The word justified in the literal Greek text means that you have been given the right to proclaim what is yours in Christ Jesus. And what gives you the right to proclaim what is yours? Your faith. And that is why we walk by faith. We walk proclaiming what has been ours. We proclaim what Jesus has said. We proclaim that we are strong in the Lord and the power of his might. We proclaim that we are the head and not the tail. We proclaim that we are blessed, that we are highly favored. We proclaim it. And we live a lifestyle proclaiming what Jesus has already promised and the Holy Spirit sealed by his power. And that is living by faith. It's not a 30-day diet. It's a lifestyle. It's not a season. Well, I'm going to make a New Year's resolution to walk by faith. Homie, we all know you're going to forget that by February. (laughs) I go to the gym in January. I'm like, where all y'all been all year? I've been here the whole year. Why are you here taking my machines? (laughs) Third week in January, there by myself again. Like, where'd everybody go? (laughs) Faith's not a resolution. Faith's a lifestyle. And it is a lifestyle of proclaiming What is yours through Christ Jesus? And what is yours? Peace. Do we remember what peace is? Peace is tranquility of your heart and mind arising from your reconciliation with God. Peace is living your life with a sense of divine favor from God. Peace is health, welfare, prosperity, and every kind of good. I said peace is health, welfare, prosperity, and every kind of good. How many of you remember the Missing Peace series, right? We just loaded it on my podcast this week. Why don't you go listen to it as a refresher course? It's free, homie. Go listen to it. It's health, welfare, prosperity, and every kind of good, and your faith has given you the right to proclaim health welfare, prosperity, and every kind of good. If it's bad, I proclaim that I will not receive it because my God is good. Not some of the time, all the time. And I proclaim that good things are coming my way. I proclaim that I'm not sick, I'm healthy. I proclaim that I don't have lack and poverty and bondage. No, I have welfare because Jesus became lack so I could be free from that bondage. I proclaim that I am prosperous in the Lord, prosperous in my relationships, prosperous in my bank account, prosperous with my children, prosperous with my friends, prosperous in my church, prosperous in my community. I proclaim a life of prosperity, not a lack of pro- of poverty, a, lack of pros- a life of prosperity. And I proclaim every kind of of good, raining down, as the Bible says, from the Father of lights. And my faith gives me the right to live proclaiming what Jesus already guaranteed me. Amen. 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 Boy, we preaching tonight. Pieces. remember the other definition, that God's not mad at you. God ain't mad at you. he never will be. You get to live knowing God's not mad at you. It's also that he's the God of all blessing. And you get to proclaim that you're blessed. You get to live in it. What else do you get to proclaim? Verse two, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace, unearned, Undeserved, unmerited favor with God and from God. Divine empowerment. Your faith gives you access into the grace in which you stand. Church, you cannot walk out of the grace. Where you stand, God's divine favor. Stands around you. And it is your faith that is the bridge into that favor, which then allows you to rejoice in the hope of the glory of your Lord. What is hope? Hope is your positive expectation. And what does faith do? Faith is the evidence of things hoped for. Where there is no faith, there is no hope. But when you have hope, you know you stand in peace, and your peace lets you stand in an ocean of grace. And because you know you have peace with God, health, welfare, prosperity, and every kind of good, because you know that you walk and stand in an abundance of God's favor, His divine empowerment, each and every day of your life, you can wake up knowing that God's hope is positive expectation is on your life. And it delivers you. It gives you strength. It gives you forward momentum. It gives you something to live for because when you have hope, my God, when you have hope, boy, you can survive another day. You can take one more step, man, when you have just a glimmer of hope. Boy, when there's just some hope, I can forgive one more time. I can try one more time because there's hope. And where there's hope, man, faith's got something to do. Faith can be at work because faith brings substance to that hope. And how do you have it? Because you've been justified and you've been accepted into the family. So, with all that being said, it begs the question what's faith? What is faith? We see that we've got to live it. So let's talk about faith. Got to have faith, the faith, the faith. (laughs) It should have been throwback Wednesday. I mean, I've already done all the throwbacks. What is faith? Number one, faith is a choice. Faith is a choice. Can we all agree that you choose what you believe? Yeah, you do. Some of you used to be atheists, and now you come here every Wednesday and Sunday. Because at some point, you chose to believe in Jesus. Faith's not an emotion, although it'll affect your emotions. Faith's not an attitude, it will give you an attitude. A good attitude, an attitude of strength, an attitude of expectation, an attitude of hope, an attitude of victory. right. right. Right? It's not an emotion, it's a choice. It's not an attitude, it's a choice. Right? It's a choice. Number two, faith is a law. And thank God. The Bible says, that it is the law of faith. Here's what's great about laws. Laws don't care about who you are. Laws are indiscriminate. You know that the law of gravity has affected every person born on this earth, no matter where they were born, when they were born, right? No matter if they were Hispanic, Russian, German, American, Indian, Whatever, Australian, man, woman, child, grandma. Gravity is affecting all of us exactly the same. And you can say that you don't believe in gravity. But homie, you go get up on this roof and you jump off it, guess what's going to happen to you? Splat. Please don't do that. But that's the beautiful thing about faith. Faith doesn't care where you've been. Faith doesn't care about your past. Faith doesn't care about your education or how much money is in your bank account. Faith doesn't care if you're man, woman, child, young, old. Faith doesn't care about the religion you used to be in or not be in. Faith doesn't care what side of the mountain you live on, what side of the freeway you live on. Faith doesn't remember if you had good parents or bad parents. Faith is a law. And it affects you and me exactly the same. Amen? And that law is this. Faith is the overcoming power that brings the enemy and the world system to its knees. And that is what faith is. It is the law of the power of God that brings the enemy to his knees. You don't have to be in church for 30 years to be able to walk by faith. You don't have to have all your ducks in a row to walk by faith. When you walk by faith, God will start getting your ducks in a row. Faith is number three. What is it? Come on, abundant living. What's, what's the third definition of faith? Faith, faith is believing and speaking. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 13. We have it, the same spirit of faith according to what is written. Jesus said, I believed and therefore I spoke. We also believe and we speak. Faith is believing and Speaking. Faith is what? Believing and speaking. Believing and speaking. Faith is believing and speaking. Believing and speaking what? The word of God. Believing and speaking what? The promises of God. Believing and speaking what? What God said about your life. Believing and speaking what? His truth. Believing and speaking what? His freedom. Believing and speaking what? His hope. Believing and speaking what? His expectations. Believing and speaking what? His promise. Believing and speaking what? The truth that will set you free. Faith is believing and speaking what the Word of God says about your life. And in the law of faith comes into your life and produces what the Word has promised you in your life. Amen? Faith is what? We live by believing and speaking. For we walk by believing and speaking, not by sight. Amen? This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our believing and speaking. So take the shield of believing and speaking to quench the fiery darts of the wicked one. We are justified through believing and speaking, therefore we have peace with God. And it is our believing and speaking that gives us access into his grace and our hope in Christ Jesus. It is our believing and speaking that brings evidence to things hoped for. Believing and speaking. Simply put, you choose to believe what God has done for you. You choose to believe his word and because you believe it, you speak it. That's simple. Now please understand, faith's not lying, okay? Like, I had a lady one time, uh, she was in a cast, I saw her out at a restaurant, I said, oh man, you broke your arm? She said, my arm's not broken, it's healed in the name of Jesus, I was like, but you broke your arm. No, it's not broken. I'm like, yeah, it is. And her husband finally goes, Jared, she broke her arm. She fell, she broke her arm. And we are believing that her arm is fully healed and restored. But yeah, she broke her arm. Like, faith's not lying, okay? Like, you know, like, hey, it broke. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to lie, okay? But you could also proclaim God's promise. Yeah, man, I don't feel good today but I also proclaim that I'm healed in the name of Jesus. Like, everybody see the boogers coming out your nose, you sneezing every 30 seconds, coughing up a lung, like, hey, homie, why are you at work? Please go home. Don't make the rest of us sick. We don't want what you got. Like, you don't have to lie. You know what I mean? I used to try to, we used to do this deal. um, We weren't allowed to say that we didn't feel good. So, like, I would have the hardest time explaining to my mom what was going on. Like, well, um, like, so, uh, boogers, it's not lying. The Bible says, hold on to your confession. Okay. You can tell the truth while still confessing the word. Okay. Like, I don't feel good today, but God's promise says that I'm healed. And I'm believing that I'm healed. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not lying, but you can also speak the truth. Our marriage ain't where it needs to be. Our marriage is hurting right now, but we are praying for God's restoration in our marriage. See what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to lie, but you can also proclaim. You can proclaim what God has said about your life. Amen? And that's what faith is. Faith is just simply choosing to believe what God has said about your life. And then because you believe it, you speak it. Amen? Amen. And at Abundant Living Faith Center, we walk by faith and not by sight. Because we believe in Mark eleven twenty-two. Let me turn there to you. I didn't put that one on the screens. Mark eleven twenty two. it says, have the faith of God. Have the faith of God. How can you have the faith of God? Because God said in Romans that he gave you his measure of faith. Right? No, oh, I turned to Matthew. Where's Mark? There it is. Have faith in God, for assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea. What's a mountain? A mountain's anything that comes between you and the promise of God. Right? Anything that has come between you and the promise of God is a mountain. But look what Jesus says about the mountains have faith in God. For I say to you, whoever says, whoever speaks to the mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes, speaking and believing that those things he says will be done, he will have what he says. Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask, whatever things you speak when you pray, believe that you receive them, and what? You will have them. Why? Because the promise has been sealed by the Holy Spirit, and the Bible says that God watches over his word to perform what is in his word. We walk by believing, believing what? The word of God. And speaking, speaking what? God's word over our life. So leave here tonight and stop speaking the report of the world and start speaking the report of the Lord. Stop speaking the negativity of the world and start speaking the hope of Jesus Christ. Worship team, you can come back up. Listen to me faith is the divine power of the kingdom of God. It's his divine power. And his faith has been placed on the inside of you. And it has been placed on the inside of you through your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And because his faith is on the inside of you, it is his power that overcomes the world. Not your power. You're never going to be strong enough to overcome the world, but you don't have to be strong enough because his faith is on the inside of you. All you have to do is choose to believe and speak what he has already guaranteed for your life. Stand to your feet. Thank you for joining us. We hope you've enjoyed today's message. For information on teaching material or questions about our church, please visit us at ALFC.com dot com.